attention patriots, this is the Chris Ann Hall Show. Who's going to stand up? Where are the lovers of liberty? I think that's absurd. It's ridiculous. It's unconstitutional. It's out of control. You think this is over? This isn't over. There's a liberty wave coming. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. I'm excited to be with you here today. We've got a great show for you, but I do have to sort of give you a little disclaimer. Uh, This is a disturbing show. I'm going to be covering some issues that really left me sort of mind blown for several hours. I mean, it took me, it it actually took me hours to, to really formulate what is going on here, which shouldn't surprise you because this involves the Ninth Circuit. Yes, the Ninth Circus. And this new opinion out just this week on the Ninth Circuit uh, is just it's it's stunning there really is no other word that i can use to dis- to, to best describe this opinion but stunning absolutely stunning and so it's a very important opinion that we need to discuss and a very dangerous opinion as well this opinion has to do with the uh this is the case i'm showing it up here on youtube so i hope you're watching us on youtube if you're not watching us on youtube you know you can get me on soundcloud uh if you're not watching us on youtube you can also watch us on the oath keepers channel on roku fire stick uh sam what is it samsung tv and apple tv and our android tv that's what it is android tv android tv and apple tv and you can uh, find us on those stations or you can also find us audio uh soundcloud obviously we're on chrisannhall.com google music play itunes and man there's a bunch of different platforms out there so the chris ann hall show is accessible to everybody in many different forms and look if you're missing a day you can go back and listen i have 6 years of broadcasts available on YouTube and we have hundreds available on audio as well. So this case has to do with Micah Jessup and Britton Ashtuan and the city of Fresno. Okay. So what happens is that a warrant was obtained by the the city police of Fresno to search and seize this home. 
The officers obtained their warrant, and we're going to have to assume at this point that it was lawfully obtained, because that matter is not before the court, whether the, the, the warrant was lawful or not. All right, so we'll just assume that it was a lawfully obtained warrant. And I'm going to tell you, from my experience, this looks like a drug bust kind of warrant, all right, because of the things that they were... Uh, that the things that were covered in the warrant, the things that they were allowed to seize in this warrant tells me right off the bat that this was a drug bust. This was a case where the officers thought that they were dealing drugs or manufacturing drugs or something going on in this house to do with drugs. Because these are the most broadly, vaguely sweeping kind of warrants that are issued. If you get and this is because of the drug kingpin laws, right? Uh, because of RICOs and stuff like this. So if you get a warrant for to search and seize because you believe that there are drugs or the manufacture or the sale of drugs in that house, man, you can take the microwave with you. And not only that, any cash that's in the house, right? Any and all cash that is in the house is now subject to be searched and seized if they believe that there are drugs present. What's absolutely crazy is they don't even have to find drugs in your house. I know, it's crazy. They can get a warrant with suspicion of drug activity, with suspicion, and I mean selling drugs, buying drugs, manufacturing drugs, and they can go in the house, not find a lick of drugs, and seize money and property anyway. So that's why I think this is, because these this warrant was obtained and the object of discussion here is the fact that the officers seized during this, during this raid, and let me get the numbers right here, $151, and I'm sorry, $151,380 cash. So $151,380 in cash and $125,000 in rare coins, okay? So that's what was taken pursuant to this warrant. The problem that we have here is that the officers, they seized $151,380 in cash and $125,000 in rare coins. And then when they turned all of the stuff in, you know, the evidence that they seized into the evidence locker, they only turned in $50,000 worth of cash. What happened to the other $230,000 worth of stuff? What happened to it? That's the question. What happened to this stuff? Well, the defendants who are uh, at this point obviously entitled to have their stuff back, maybe they made some kind of plea agreement that they get their stuff back, maybe they were found not guilty, maybe the prosecutors dropped the charges. I didn't go back into the case because that's not really relevant to, at this point, but for some reason these guys are supposed to get $151,380 back and $125,000 in rare coins. Only when they go to get their stuff back, they figure out that the officers only turned in 
$50,000 in cash. And so here we are now. These men suing men. I don't know. Maybe it's a, a guy and a girl. I don't know. These defendants, which are now plaintiffs, are now suing these officers. Give me my stuff back, please. Right? I, I, I want the rest of my cash and I want the coins. They're not yours. And so what has happened is, what they contend is, that these officers pocketed the extra because the city doesn't know where it is. It's not in possession of evidence. So where is it, right? So here's the lawsuit now. We're going to sue this, these officers personally for stealing over $100,000 in cash and stealing $125,000 in rare coins. Now, the city, this is how this starts off, okay? The city of Fresno, the, the, the lower courts, have decided that your theft by a police officer is not covered under the Fourth Amendment. So you have a right to be free from unreasonable searches and seizures, but you don't have a right to be free from government agents stealing your stuff. And so now this is how this gets to the Ninth Circus. Ninth, the, <laughs> the Ninth Circuit. And what's crazy is what the court says says the actions were morally reprehensible. Not all conduct that is improper or morally wrong, however, violates the Constitution. Here's the thing. This is the Ninth Circuit. These are federal judges. Because the appellants did not have a clearly established Fourth or Fourteenth Amendment right to be free from the theft of property seized pursuant to the warrant, the city officers are entitled to immunity. I just, you, you have to hear this again. And, I, and I'm going to say this again before we get done with this show today. Because I think maybe... It's so surreal. It's so unbelievable. It sounds like a, some kind of, of novel that you just pick up and you're like, oh, wait, this is, this is garbage. I can't even believe this. This is actually happening. This is not parody. This is the Ninth Circuit. And they said, you don't have a clearly established Fourth or Fourteenth Amendment right to be free from theft of property seized pursuant to a warrant and therefore the city officers are entitled to to qualified immunity now we have to really sort of get into the legal mix of this i want everybody to know exactly what this means because it is it is very very important to be able to assess the 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 perspective that the ninth circuit is coming from here because it really is 
like I said, it's just really, really, really mind blowing. So the ninth circuit says, like I said, the actions are morally reprehensible, but not all conduct that is improper or morally wrong, however, violates the constitution. So we have to understand first, the doctrine of qualified immunity protects government officials from liability for civil damages insofar as their conduct does not vi violate clearly established statutory or constitutional rights of which a reasonable person wouldn't a, of which a reasonable person would have known. So when we get back from the break, we're going to get into this doctrine of qualified immunity and just see how particularly ridiculous this whole thing becomes. Liberty's lobbyist Chris Ann Hall has now taken control. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Glad you're joining me here today. If you remember, if you're watching me on the Oath Keepers channel or you're watching me on YouTube, you get to see the snips of these snippets of these uh, articles, the snippets of these uh, court cases. I actually put the language up here on the screen. You also get to see my awesome Got Liberty t-shirt. I hope you have your gear. And today I'm sporting my Socialists Suck coffee mug. So we don't only not we don't only we don't only carry t-shirts. We have hoodies, we have sweatshirts, we have coffee mugs, we have phone covers, we got all kinds of cool stuff. So check that out at chrisannhall.com and uh, click on the button that says shop and then you can peruse all of our Liberty First gear. I think I have a slide up here. Yeah. So this is, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, this is the Freedom Plus Morality Equals Liberty t-shirt. And you see right there on the banner there that you can see that I have clicked where to click the shop button on the website. And then you can uh, get your Liberty First gear and start not just simply pontificating, but educating. Woohoo! So the Ninth Circuit has done it again. And, and I really hope that they appeal this all the way to the Supreme Court because this is something that cannot stand in the United States. What's, what's mind-boggling is that the Supreme Court has, or I'm sorry, that the Ninth Circuit has actually said, you know, you don't have a right to be free from the government stealing your stuff if they have a warrant. I mean, qualified immunity set aside. The very language of this opinion is absolutely stunning. And if you're watching me on YouTube right now or on the Oath Keepers channel, you can see the faces of the three-judge panel that unanimously came to this opinion. You have Milan Dale Smith Jr., uh, Jacqueline Hong Nguyen 
and Jane Rastani, who happens to not actually be on the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, but seems to be for some reason visiting from the United States Court of International Trade. Right. So for some reason, they've borrowed her from the U.S. Court of International Trade. I can't tell you why, but there she is. And these three people came up with the unanimous decision that the fourth, neither the fourth nor the 14th Amendment provide you with a right to be free from theft of property seized pursuant to a warrant. So many problems here. So many problems. First off, this is what you get when you get a cultural mentality that the Constitution provides you with rights, right? Because there's actually a, a natural right to be free from theft. And it doesn't really matter who is doing the stealing, okay? If somebody is robbing you, if somebody is taking your stuff by force, if somebody is taking your stuff against your will without your consent, that is theft. And what's amazing is it doesn't matter who takes that. If your husband takes it from you against your will, you can actually prosecute your husband for theft of the closest relationships that you have in your family. If someone in your family takes something from you without your consent or or worse, even by force, because you're going to have to understand that these city police did not come bearing flowers, okay? They came bearing guns. So what they took was by force without consent. Otherwise, they wouldn't have needed the warrant. Otherwise, these people wouldn't be asking for their stuff back. So even in the closest members of your family, if somebody takes your stuff without your consent, or worse, even by force, you can go after them to get your stuff back. But the Ninth Circuit says, okay, you can go after your husband to get your stuff back, but if the government takes your stuff, some government agent takes your stuff, uh, 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 you can't go get that. This is actually a license to steal by warrant. And this is what happens because the court says, well, we don't find that the 4th or the 14th Amendment actually gives you this right to be free from theft. Yeah, it doesn't give me any rights at all, actually. As arrogant men tear up our Constitution And from every direction we cry around You can't learn the easy way, you'll learn the hard way. Chris Ann Hall, she's Liberty's lobbyist. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here. Hey, if you want to know more about your right to be free from unreasonable searches and seizures, your right to be free from theft, for Pete's sakes, you need to go to libertyfirstuniversity.com, sign up today, get your constitutional education the way the founders would be teaching it. I'm guaranteeing you it is to the quality, right, 
of the highest institutions of learning. We're giving an education with the quality of any Ivy League college, but we're actually giving you an education. See, we don't give you a degree. If you want a degree, go to Harvard. But if you want an education, go to libertyfirstuniversity.com. Bam, right? <laughs> so we're talking today about this, this absolutely insane Ninth Circuit opinion where the Ninth Circuit says that uh, because some officers, see, here's the thing, nobody disputes that these officers took this stuff, that nobody disputes that the stuff is missing. Nobody is disputing that. But the court says, if the officers took it, you know what, too bad, so sad, they had a warrant, you've got no recourse. I, I just seriously cannot wrap my brain around that. So they said, these actions of the officers stealing stuff is morally reprehensible. Duh. But the fourth of the 14th amendment does not apprive, does not provide you with the, uh, with the right to be free from the government stealing from you under the color of a warrant. So if they get a warrant, they can come in your house, take all your stuff and say, oh, sorry, it was covered under the warrant. Too bad, so sad. So they said that they are now subject to qualified immunity. And it says, the doctrine of qualified immunity protects government officials from liability for civil damages insofar as their conduct does not violate clearly established statutory or constitutional right of which a reasonable person would have known. So first things first, what the Ninth Circuit is saying, and I want us to really wrap our brains around this, what the Ninth Circuit is really saying is that officers don't have a reasonable uh, understanding that it's wrong to take stuff from your house, right? This is what they said. So you qualify for qualified immunity if there is no, if, if a reasonable person would not have known, right? The reasonable officer would not have known that it's wrong to take your stuff with a warrant. It's wrong to steal your stuff. So the Ninth Circuit is saying a reasonable officer can't possibly know that it's wrong to take your stuff because they have a warrant. That the warrant actually gives them license to steal. And a reasonable offer, officer, according to the Ninth Circuit, a reasonable officer would believe that it's okay to steal your stuff. It's okay to take stuff using the warrant and not turn it in and not give it back. A reasonable officer would say that was okay. So why does the Ninth Circuit say that's okay? They say it's okay because guess what? There's no precedent on this. Well, we've never actually determined by, by court opinion that it's wrong for an officer to steal your stuff under the color of a warrant. We've never actually said that. So since we've never actually said that, no officer can reasonably know that it's wrong to steal your stuff using a warrant. 
I want you to really grasp this. This is this the consequence of this judicial supremacy mentality that we have. We now have a court actually saying, because we never told you it was wrong, it's okay. So anything that the court has not said is wrong is okay. It may be morally reprehensible, but it's legal because the court never said it was wrong. But here's the crazy thing. This court still doesn't say it's wrong. So now we don't have a precedent of the court telling a reasonable officer that it's reasonable to believe that it's wrong to steal, which means from this day forward, the officer still can reasonably believe that it's okay to steal using a warrant. Because the court didn't tell him it was wrong. They told him it was morally reprehensible. But listen to this. Their actions were morally reprehensible, it says. But not all conduct that is improper or morally wrong, however, violates the Constitution. Because you don't have a clearly established Fourth or Fourteenth Amendment right to be free from theft of property seized pursuant to a warrant. So it's okay for these officers to steal from you. And you just have to take it. Can I mention to you that if you've never had my class at libertyfirstuniversity.com on the Fourth Amendment, you can actually go to the same place where the same tab, the shop tab on the website where you buy, uh, get access to the Liberty First gear. You can get access to our DVDs. You can download these videos. You don't have to actually be a member of libertyfirstuniversity.com. You can pay and download the DVDs that you want or, or we'll ship the DVDs to you that will teach you this. See, this is the problem. We're not teaching these things. We're teaching judicial supremacy. We're teaching federal supremacy. And Americans may actually believe that it's okay for somebody to take your stuff pursuant to a warrant. I, I, this is not them taking it and putting it into evidence. This is not civil asset forfeiture. Civil asset forfeiture is theft. And if you don't know what that is, you got to get the Fourth Amendment class at Liberty First University downloaded to your computer. But civil asset forfeiture is theft. This is not civil asset forfeiture because in civil asset forfeiture, they take your stuff, they put it into the evidence locker. You have to prove that you deserve to get your stuff back. You actually have that opportunity through due process to prove that you can get your stuff back. This is not civil asset forfeiture. This is an officer taking your stuff and sticking it in his pocket and the court saying you can't sue him for that. You can't sue him for that. Now, maybe you can bring criminal charges against him, but then you've got to get the agreement of the prosecutor to bring criminal charges against the city officer, and you have to know they're all on the same team. They are all on the same team. The government hires the city officers. The government pays the city officers. The government gives city officers their directives. 
the government hires the, the, the county prosecutors, the government hires the state prosecutors, the government pays these people. They're all on the same payroll. And in their mentality, they think they're all on the same team. And in some states, particularly in the state of Florida, if you are a prosecutor for the state of Florida, you are actually by law a sworn law enforcement officer. You get a badge, you can write speeding tickets if you are a prosecutor in the state of Florida. Now they don't do that often, but you get, you can have a ticket book, you can issue tickets. They used to issue cars to prosecutors that actually had sirens and police radios in them. So they think they're all on the same team. So you gotta get the cooperation of the prosecution to prosecute an officer for stealing from you, but what will be the motivation for a prosecutor to do that when the, the, when the federal court has already said they have qualified immunity and you cannot sue them? This is, uh, this is seriously such a mind-blowing thing. So the, the court says that a reasonable officer can't possibly know that it's wrong to pocket your your property during a raid with a warrant. So if they have a piece of paper that says they can search and seize, not only can they search and seize, but they can search and pocket your stuff. I I this is really 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 difficult to wrap your brain around. And I'm sorry that I have to bring this terribly, terribly bad news to you. But this is now what the federal courts are saying. And what's even worse is you now have this mentality in America that these courts, through their opinions, are writing law. I mean, you already see the court saying, well, we never said it was wrong, so then nobody could know it was wrong. And since we don't say it's wrong, then they don't have to be wrong. And they still didn't say it was wrong, so now they still can do it. It's theft, people. It's absolutely theft. I want you to see this because these three judges, somebody might say, oh, it's the Ninth Circuit. These are all liberal, whacked-out judges. Um, okay, but they were not all appointed by liberal whacked out presidents. There's only one judge on this three judge panel that was appointed by a liberal judge. Milan Dale Smith Jr. Nominated by Ronald Reagan, appointed by the Senate through Ronald Reagan. Jacqueline Hong Nok Nguyen. She is an Obama nominee, a conservative Senate appointee, right? Remember, your Senate appoints these judges, not the president. The president only nominates them. Jane Rastani, George W. Bush administration. So you can't blame this on some liberal ideology. Two out of three of these justices came through nominations through Republican presidents. 
This is not about liberal or conservative or Republican or Democrat. This is about a wrong mentality about the power of the government and the role of the judiciary. This is judicial supremacy in its highest degree. This is federal dis- uh, supremacy to the level of actual tyranny. Welcome back to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. So where do we go from here? Because this really is something that we need to deal with. What are the solutions to these problems? Well, believe it or not, the solutions to these problems are not about the Ninth Circuit. The solution to these problems are not about federal courts, not in the beginning at least. If if we're waiting around for some president to replace all these justices till we can actually come to have a really constitutionally minded federal court system, you're you're going to be long gone and probably so are your children. Number one, we our presidents don't nominate justices based on constitutional criteria. Our presidents nominate justices based on political criteria. Even Donald Trump, Kavanaugh is not a conservative. I know that's the that's the whole line of garbage we've been we've been fed but let me tell you from the beginning if you are a longtime listener here longtime follower of Chris Ann Hall show you know that I told you from the very get-go that Kavanaugh is not a conservative and he will prove he's already proved that out he will continue to prove that out Gorsuch has been surprisingly very constitutional but this is not what we got batten 500. And we don't know the record of the over 100 of justices that that Trump has actually nominated for these federal court positions so far. So set that aside. The solution happens local. Number one, if you have a police department that understands the role and the duty Uh, that they hold in their oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of their state. You won't have this kind of stuff happening from the beginning. Now, maybe you get a bad officer that slips in and he steals, but then you're going to have a police chief and other officers that are going to point him out and say, hey, I'm not with him. That's wrong. And you're going to have somebody in trouble. So step number one is local. You'll have a sheriff, a constitutional sheriff that will stand up for you, that will file charges against a police officer that pockets your stuff during a warrant search. Seriously. You'll have legislators that recognize there's a danger for this and won't allow you'll have local courts the local court would have never come to this conclusion if you had local justices that were constitutionally trained justices who didn't believe that hey guess what 
Um, the Fourth Amendment doesn't actually say you're free from theft during a search with a warrant. So because the Fourth Amendment doesn't give you the right to be free from theft, you actually don't have a right to be free from theft. That's, that's what's happening here. The Fourth Amendment doesn't actually say you have a right to be free from theft from the government. So guess what? You don't have a right to be free from theft from the government. So if you have somebody that's taught in the Constitution, then they actually know that the Fourth Amendment doesn't give us any rights at all. That the right to our property is an inherent natural right, and we don't have to have it written down that the government can't steal from us. I mean, seriously. Do you have to have it written down to know that your neighbor can't steal from you? Why does it have to be written down to know that the government can't steal from you? Well, maybe it's because the government's been stealing from us since the mid-1800s with this so-called income tax crap that we think it's okay to have the government taking our stuff by force. And if the government decides that they don't, they don't need to get in trouble when they take your stuff. Think about that. The Ninth Circuit is the government. The government has just said it's okay for the government to pocket your stuff and the government can't be, you can't get your stuff back from the government because the government said that's okay. This is another problem with the ideology of federal supremacy that the only opinion, the only thing that overturns the courts is the courts itself, and the only check and balance on government is itself. So you need a constitutionally minded police chief, you need a constitutionally minded sheriff, you need a constitutionally minded state attorney or state DA, and you need a constitutionally minded governor. That's where the solutions to these problems lie. Don't look for reform in the Ninth Circuit. Look for reform in your own state. God bless you. We'll see you next time.